Before we begin, the Half Moon podcast would like to recognize that we are situated on the traditional unceded territories of the Semiamu and Coast Salish people. We are proud of our relationship with the Semiamu First Nation. We're joined by Sean Shannon talking about his predictions for the 2023 Oscars. And Sean Shannon, as you may already know from past episodes, is a bit of a film critic or expert. He runs an Instagram account called Cinema Filmigo. So yeah, Sean, take it away. Um, before I start, this is going to be my personal picks and also my predictions. And I also want to say I'm skipping all of the short films because I have not had time to watch them yet. But for the actual like categories of films, um, I've been able to watch almost all of them. So I think I'm fairly confident in my picks and predictions here. Um, but we're going to go through the smaller categories first and then go to the big ones and talk more in depth of those later. But we'll start with visual effects. Um, I think this is an obvious one. Pick and prediction so is going to be Avatar, and I don't think it comes close. Yeah, when you look at the competitors are like Top Gun or the Batman, you know, both visually stunning movies, but nothing near sort of an Avatar movie. Yeah, it's not even fair. Um, film editing. This one's a really difficult one. My personal pick would probably be Tar. I just really liked the um, casualness of the whole movie, the long scenes of dialogue. The whole movie itself is just a very good film, but uh, I think it's going to go to Top Gun on this one. Interesting, yeah. Um, it's just Top Gun has that like energy to it, like it's editing, and I feel like the Academy is going to uh, see that. Sure. Production design. This could be a lot of them my personal pick and my prediction are babylon and uh, i just thought that film was beautiful i wish the movie i enjoyed the movie more but at least it was visually stunning yeah it's funny looking at this sheet here we've got in front of us that of all the movies has the lowest rotten tomato score yeah by a landslide 56 percent. but but production design is its own category yeah um cinematography this one this one's a big one, but I think it's going to go to All Quiet on the Western Front. Um, the one that has been winning in a lot of awards was Top Gun Maverick, and that wasn't even nominated for cinematography, so it's, it's really out in the open. Yeah, so I thought I predicted it as well for cinematography, and my reasoning is that I've noticed uh, these war movies have had sort of a success with the cinematography because sort of to capture that energy and those feelings, it takes some powerful cinematography. Yeah, plus I feel like the other nominees just don't come near it in that sense. I feel like there could have been better films that got nominated this year. Don't get me wrong, Tar is incredible, and I'm happy that got nominated. But Bardo and Empire of Light were both just very critical disappointments, and um, their cinematography must have been really good. Those are both two I haven't seen because I just don't have the time. Um, and Elvis getting nominated was a surprise to me. I... Did not think that was uh, deserved. But anyway, costume design. Um, personal prediction, or personal pick, I would like it to be Elvis. Um, but I have a weird feeling Black Panther is going to get it. Just because Black Panther, the first one, won costumes. And I feel like it's just going to win it again. See, my thoughts on costume design was possibly everything everywhere all at once. Because on the surface, it's 
the costumes, of course, maybe don't stick out to you, but then if you've seen the movie, you'd know that you sort of get some fun outfits going on. That is true, but that's what I was thinking, but I remember some of the outfits seem like very cheaply put together. Mm. Like Black Panther seems like there's actual production value. Same with Miss Harris Miss Harris goes to Paris. It's just a lot of very expensive and fancy clothes that could win as well, but yeah, I find that these smaller categories are often tougher to predict because it's these very niche people who vote on them. Like for costume design, it is the costume designers voting on it. So yeah. it's sort of tough to predict. Makeup and hairstyling. This is a crazy one. Um, I really want it to be Batman. I love <laughs> Batman. I think that'd be funny. Yeah. It's I... incredible. And I love the, there's so much detail in the Batman film I in general. Colin Farrell's makeup. Yeah. Colin Farrell's makeup. And then just being, this being the first Batman movie to actually put the blackening of his eyes, like the eye shadow. So when he, he takes off the mask, cause all the other movies, he would take off the mask and then there would be the eye shadow. But then when the mask was on, there would not be. For sure. So, but I think it's going to go to Elvis. Uh, Elvis just has the hairstyling part nailed. I don't think any of the other films really have hairstyling. I thought it could have been the whale if it was just solely makeup because the prosthetic effects yeah, for that I was fat suit the whale. were yeah. incredible. But the hairstyling portion is why I'm going to give it to Elvis. And also Tom Hanks in Elvis. Um, yeah. That could also be the makeup part. Makeup and hairstyling, yeah. Sound. I mean, it's it's Top Gun. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I It could be all quiet just because it's a war movie. And, you know, war movies usually get sound effects because... But it's Top Gun. I don't know what else to say there. Um, Original song. My personal pick and my prediction are Natu Natu from RRR. I think it was just a total robbery that that film didn't get, like, even considered for foreign film. Never mind nominated, but whatever uh it could also go to lift me up from black panther and i wouldn't be mad about that mm -hmm. uh, what about you i liked this is a life from everything everywhere all at once i actually quite enjoyed that song but i've got to give the other songs a listen maybe i'll make a little oscars playlist to listen to yeah no that's fair um original score pick and prediction babylon it's not even close the babylon soundtrack is yeah. incredible Every movie Damien Chazelle makes, La La Land, Whiplash, have some of my favorite soundtracks ever. And um, I don't remember the name of the composer, but he needs to work more in film because he does some of the best soundtracks. He's, I think he could be like a future Hans Zimmer. For sure. Um, international feature film. I think this is like locked in as All Quiet on the Western Front. Oh, I did not know that All Quiet on the Western Front has been nominated. Yeah, that's probably locked in. Because it's the only international film to also get Best Picture. Uh, I think yeah. that's a guarantee at this point. And also, the other nominees were kind of shocking. For instance, EO getting nominated over Decision to Leave uh, made a lot of people in film Twitter upset. Yeah, I guess that's a tough thing. There's so many different countries around the world, so many different films. It might be just tough for them to sort and, and vote on international feature films. What's even worse is every country has to elect one. Oh, wow. So, like, if there's, like, six good films from India, they have to pick one, which is why RRR wasn't even picked. And I honestly think that could have won <laughs> if it was picked. Yeah. Um, documentary feature. This is unfortunate because I need to watch all of them still. I have not seen any of them yet. I know 
What I've like what I've heard, I think it's gonna go to Navalny or Navalny. I don't exactly know how to say that one, but that it sounds like an interesting one. It's one I definitely need to watch. I could also see it going to Fire of Love, just because of the story that that one tells. Like I know a lot about most of the documentaries, and all the Beauty and the Bloodshed could potentially get it, but I think it's gonna be Navalny. Yeah. Animated feature. Animated feature. So you pick Gilme. Guillermo de Toro's Guillermo Pinoc- del Toro's Pinocchio for I think that's guaranteed. See, I locked it in for Marcel the Shell with two shoes on, with shoes on. Marcel the Shell is probably my favorite out of the nominees, but I also want Guillermo del Toro's to win because even though I wasn't a huge fan, I do have to respect the craft. And Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio took almost over fifteen years to make, which is incredible. Yeah, it truly is incredible. I just loved Marcel the Shell with shoes on. It's just such a lighthearted movie. It's something unique, I'd almost say as well. Like, it's something we haven't seen a movie like before. Yeah, it's weird that that's my favorite, but I don't want it to win. I hope it goes to Pinocchio just for the style Yeah, of it. it doesn't fit in with the animated uh, category as much. Yeah. So I do agree on that. I, I also think there were some snubs this year. Like, Turning Red getting nominated is just... I don't understand why that got it. I think... There's a film called Mad God, which was another stop motion that took over 30 years to make, and I wow. really would have liked to see that one get nominated, but I'm happy the Sea Beast got the love it deserves. Mm-hmm. And also Puss in Boots, was it was a good. Yeah. Um, adapted screenplay. My personal pick and prediction would be Women Talking. Uh, I just watched this one recently, and I thought it was genius. I loved it. Um, the whole cast got robbed for all of the supporting actor roles um and i feel like it's one that more people should check out because it's definitely an underrated one at the oscars even though it got best picture nomination mm-hmm. um, yeah i haven't seen women talking yet i definitely want to check it out but i don't know i have been hearing some people talking about maybe top gun winning a lot of these smaller awards and i'm not sure um yeah it could go to top gun i feel like Glass Onion's not going to get it, just because... I don't think Glass Onion will get it. And I enjoyed Glass Onion. I thought it was a fun movie, but I don't think that it is necessarily going to be winning any Oscars. I know a lot of people love it. I wasn't a huge fan of it. I actually didn't really like the movie that much. But even as a sequel, the first one didn't even get any wins. So I don't understand why this one would get it. Yeah. But let's move on to original screenplay. This is difficult. Banshees of Anishra and Everything Everywhere are the Fablemans, Tar, and Triangle of Sadness. I really want it to go to Tar. I love that film, but I think it's going to be Everything Everywhere All at Once. I think that's what's going to win. Yeah, so Everything Everywhere All at Once is definitely my pick. And yeah, you'll start to see in the major yeah. categories that that's sort of how I feel. I just, I've just rewatched Everything Everywhere All at Once this weekend, and I love that movie. Um, yeah... But let's go to actor in a supporting role. This one is deadlocked. Kihoi Kwan for Everything Ever All at Once will win. And personally, I think I would like to see Brendan Gleeson win. But Kihoi Kwan has won every single award for supporting actor he's been nominated in. I think he's only yeah. lost once. He's won like and 30 different awards. It's so cool to see because he's talked about this in a few interviews. He hasn't done really anything major since Goonies as a child and this has really been his comeback and he felt that it was a long shot that he would even land this role and 
I think he really defined that movie in a sense. He played a major part in it, and yeah, he killed it in his role. Yeah, no, it's kind of crazy to think that he basically fell off the face of the earth for 30 years and then just had this instant um, resurgence. Yeah, well, I'm excited to see what he does next because I don't think this will be the last time we see Kihi Kwan in a major film. And that's not even the only one. We're going to talk about in a second. Actor in a leading role, I personally think it'll be Brendan Fraser for The Whale, and I want him to win. Like, this is another huge role he's done, and he hasn't done a huge role in a very long time. I really like this movie. Um, I saw this one in theaters, and I remember there was like 20 people in the theater, and almost the entire theater was in tears by the end. Like, I saw people with tissues out. Yeah. Um, it's a really good performance, and I really don't hope it... I really hope it doesn't go to Austin Butler. Um... But anyway, actress in a supporting role. I feel like it's gonna go to Angela Bassett for Black Panther. Um, that's just what I, I have a weird feeling it's gonna go to that. That's what a lot of people have been saying. They've really liked her performance in it. But my personal pick would be Hong Chow in The Whale. I think she does an incredible job. I heard job. Hong Chow did an amazing job. I'd also say the two, Jamie Lee Curtis and Stephanie Hsu from Everything Everywhere All at Once were amazing. But I will say... I do fear that maybe they'll split the vote, in a sense, by both being nominated from the same film. That's what I was thinking at first, but there have been some wins for supporting actress for that movie, and it's always been Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't think Stephanie um, has won. Well, she's very early in her career. Jamie Lee Curtis has had a long career, and so I believe, has she had Oscar nominations before? Yeah, no, I... I don't know if she's won, but I know she has been nominated. And I think the Oscars, in general, just like to give it to the older nominees. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I think it's going to be Angela Bassett. But I, I hope it's Hong Chow, if I'm wrong, because mm-hmm. she also did incredible in the menu. She, she's been doing some really good films last yeah. year. But actress in a leading role, pick and prediction, Kate Blanchett and Tar. Um, if you haven't noticed by now, I'm a really big fan of Tar. And... I mean, realistically, it's not going to go to Ana de Armas just because Blonde was too <laughs> controversial. I'm surprised she even got the nomination. So was I. Yeah. Andrea Risenborough, to from the film Two Leslie, was a film that nobody had heard about until two weeks before the Oscars, and then they campaigned that movie into the ground, and somehow it worked, and she got nominated. I don't even think anyone's seen that movie on the Academy. She just got the nomination. Fine. Michelle Williams... If she got nominated in Supporting Actress, she would have won easily. But, because she's a supporting actress in the film, and she does an incredible job. But Mm -hmm. Steven Spielberg decided to uh, try to run her for leading, and I know she's not winning. Everyone was saying how she easily would have won if she was in Supporting, but in Leading, it's just not going to work. And then Michelle Yeoh is the only competitor to Kate Blanchett, I feel like. Yeah, I could see her winning. I know she's won at a few of the other awards. Yeah, this one, it, it's 50-50, really. I hope and pray it goes to Cable on Track because I love that performance way more. But, yeah, there was a lot of snubs in this category. Um, I think the biggest ones that upset a lot of people were um, Danielle Deadweiler, I think that's how you pronounce her name, for the film Till, which was supposed to be like a lock. Like, she was supposed to get nominated, confirmed, and then it went to uh, Andrea Risenborough. And then people were also hoping Viola Davis would have got it for The Woman King. But that didn't happen either. Yeah. Um, but next is directing. Another difficult one. 
But I think we're in agreement on the final, who's going to win. I think, yeah, we both agree it's going to go to the Daniels for everything yeah. ever all at once. Um, personally, I would like it to go to Todd Field for Tar or even Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans, which was actually my favorite film of the year. Like, it's up, it's tied with Tar, but The Fablemans, I really loved what Steven Spielberg was able to tell such a personal story and make it compelling. And also, seeing Todd Field win for Tar would be very nice. But I think the Daniels have guaranteed that oscar spot mm-hmm. and then best picture um well if you couldn't tell i want tar to win but and you want everything everywhere i to want win. everything everywhere all at once right? and i'll agree with you i think that's gonna win yeah i just love the movie I, i've seen it twice now i saw it in theaters now i've seen it at home because i believe it's up on prime now but <laughs> yeah it's just such a movie amazing movie i cried the first time i watched it and yeah, it's just a really beautiful film. It's unique. I think the acting in it, like, we talked about this in actress in a leading role, actor in a supporting role, actress in a supporting role. Like, everyone gave it their best in this film. Um. Yeah, no, I agree that it's a good film. It's so funny, though, because personally, I would put that as, like, my probably, like, bottom of the nominations. I think that just in general, this was a very good year. Um, yeah, we got a lot of nominations and a lot of ones that I watched this year that I enjoyed. Yeah, no, there was a lot of, a lot of good films, and I hope this year will be the same, but I, I just, I think it goes to everything everywhere. I can't see it going to anything else at this point. There was, like, a little bit of, oh, was it Banshees or everything, but I think Banshees is kind of, um, yeah. kind of disappeared from the hype that it was getting. It was sort of very, like dead set on winning and then it kind of died down but there could be a coda situation again just like i mean i predicted coda winning last year yeah because last year what happened um if you don't know it was guaranteed to be the power of the dog essentially and then in the last less than a week before the oscars there was just this random hype of coda that was going around and then it won so it yeah, easily... and I think Coda made me cry as well. So maybe that's the way we're going to judge the best picture winner. Is yeah, what film was we... able to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, with a week left of the Oscars, that's still enough time for something to happen. You know, it could go to something like Triangle of Sadness or Women Talking, which is more films that were, um, what's the word, not super hyped up, and maybe they could get this sudden urge of hype and get the win but i don't know everything everywhere has kind of been the yeah, number one I for a year everything now everywhere is gonna win um yeah that's what i think but anyway that wraps up i hope i got these right because i might be betting on this and yeah i'll be excited to see how we both do yeah now you're just gonna copy my predictions yeah all right <laughs>